Hey everybody, welcome back to Dom and Jimbo's Album Swap, episode number 83. This episode we've got three albums we're going to talk about, starting with one by Daniel. How are you doing today, Daniel? I'm good. How, how are you? I'm good, and I got my dad over here. It was Father's Day yesterday. Ah, yes. Um, big day for dads everywhere. I can't believe every dad has the same birthday. <laughs> born on the same day yes but um yeah we were zapped uh, here on the same day from another yes. planet yes um the yeah. first album we're going to talk about is one from this year uh 2022 it's one of the bigger re artist releases to come out so far we're about halfway through the year now almost yeah a little less than halfway through the year mm -hmm. um I so know. I would say we're about exactly halfway through the year. No, by the end of June we'll be more or less exactly halfway. Um, I always think of June, like the beginning of June, as halfway through the year, but technically to go through six whole months of the year, you'd have to go through June. So for that to be yeah. counted as a month. So, yeah. Um, about halfway, or about halfway through the year, though, June is um, close to over. Also, I'm pretty sure today it's the first day of summer. Tomorrow is the first tomorrow. day of oh, summer. Oh, tomorrow? Okay. Um, yeah, today is the 20th. But, uh, recording. Yes, Post Malone, I don't know if I said Post Malone, <laughs> with his new album 12 Carat Toothache. We've talked about Post Malone here. I think Daniel recommended Hollywood's Bleeding one mm. of the other times. Which, uh, I don't know, I guess I could deliver my opinions on all of it, but, um, Gotta. after you sort of tell everybody what you think about Mr. Post Malone and why I recommended this new album over it, here. Yeah, I'd say Hollywood's Bleeding got sort of a mixed reaction here. I think Dad liked it, and you were more like, you are more like on the fence, kind of. I, I don't want to say, like, you didn't like it, but, like, you, you seemed like you were kind of, like, I'd, on the fence about it. There are parts of it that are decent but yeah overall i don't really like that album um this one uh i mean i don't really have a history with this album because uh, it came out 17 days ago um yeah my that's why i said kind of talk about your history with like post malone yeah post malone i guess um, what you think about this new one because you didn't i don't think you listened to it before you recommended it right no um, so, like, I, I, uh, I didn't really know about Post Malone for a while. Like, he was one of those artists I heard about, but I never really heard his songs for, like, a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, he just got, I feel like he had, like, a big burst of popularity a few years ago. Like, yeah, kind of. Kind of late 2018 or early 2019. I don't know where he came from <laughs> like he i know he released um a, a few mixtapes yeah uh, in like 2017 i want to say one of them was called august 13th i think well, and the other one was when did he release beer bongs and bentley's was that beer bongs and bentley's was later i don't i don't think so i think stony was his first album 
And that one had a lot of songs that were really popular. Yeah, Beer Bongs and Bentleys was 2018, and Stony was 2016. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know, I mean, that's when I remember first hearing about him, was like 2016-ish area, and yeah, Stony had a lot of songs that got really popular, like, on the radio. Yeah. Um, and he was like, he was kind of, he's friends with a lot of YouTubers, I feel like, yeah. and a lot of content creators. He had a, famously had a beef with Jake Paul. Um, really? For a little while, yeah. Yeah, that was one of the like things Jake Paul got in huge trouble for was he leaked Post Malone's address. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, he's kind of a he's kind of a divisive figure because you know he's in that sort of field of people and people don't like that. But I feel like he's kind of separated himself from that in the last few years and really focused on his music career. Um, you know, I really liked Hollywood's Bleeding. I like Beer Bongs and Bentleys a lot. I considered recommending that, but I think I won't now for a little while because I, you know, I just yeah. recommended an album from him. Um, That's definitely my favorite album that he's released, I think. And I don't think I don't think anybody's re- recommended three albums from the same artist. No, not really. I mean, Dad has recommended like unless you count. Dad has recommended like three albums from Mike Patton. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, and like Jack White has had quite a few under different projects. But yeah, yeah none of, none of them are right. like. And I think they the were from different band. people recommending them. Like I think one was from you and one was from Dad. Dad recommended the Raconteurs and yeah. the White Stripes. Mm-hmm. And, and I recommended a Jack White solo. Yeah. So. You know, I, I, I like this album. It's probably my least favorite one he's released so far, but I think it's still good. I think there's still some good stuff. I won't talk yet about my favorites, because I want to I gauge what you guys liked on this album first, and I don't want to let my opinion affect your opinion. Like, I, it's, it's not probable, but it's possible. So Ooh, I'm just going to... Sorry, go ahead. I'm just gonna save my thoughts, my like favorites of this album until the end. What if my opinion affects your opinion, Dan? Ever think about that? <laughs> um, uh, um, um. Uh, I just think, I think there's less danger of that. I think you'll try and dance around what you think, because I know, like, when I know that people like something, I kind of dance around what I think about it a lot more. So, I just want to hear... I don't think I do that very much. I don't know. Yeah. If somebody, like, really likes something, I guess I'll be nicer about it. I won't be like, this is the... This thing fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be honest and say I didn't like it. I just want to hear... Well, like, yeah, let's just do that. I want to hear what you no guys thought or think might happen about it. Um, I feel like Dominic's probably going to have the stronger reaction to this, so I'm going to go with Dad first. <laughs> what did you think of this album? Um, it was okay. Um, definitely did not like it as much as Hollywood's Bleeding. Um, I have not... I listened to some... Uh, what is it? Beer Bongs and Bentleys? Yeah. Um, I've now listened to some of that um, 
And yeah, I think I like that more than this too. Yeah, this is definitely so far the least favorite of the Post Malone things I've heard. Um, you mean wait? So you like you like this less than that, or you like? I like this less than that. I think you said you liked it. You liked it more than that album, but oh no, no, I like this album less than the other two albums that I've listened to. Yeah. Um, but it has some decent stuff on it. Um, I feel like what I keep saying about Post Malone is that I find his singing, rapping, whatever you want to call it, um, like very soothing. I feel I find his voice soothing for some reason. And I don't, I don't not feel that way on this album, because his voice hasn't changed at all. But also, I feel like I'm getting bored of it, maybe. And I think on this album, he, he, he he's doing a little bit more of that, like whether it's whether it's like good or bad. Um, What's what I'm looking for? Like, like he does a lot of that dreamy type background music, where mm. yes, I find it soothing, but I think I'm starting to get bored of it, mm. and I think it's it, it's starting to become very samey to me. Yeah. Um, throughout a lot of it, and especially a lot of this album. Yeah. Um, well, there's a bit of like. So there's a bit of like variety here. I would say. Yeah. Like, there is some, some variety. Tracks, there's yeah. like rap songs, and there's like. Yeah, singer songwritery kind of folk songs. Yeah, and uh, like pop, just straight up pop songs, in my opinion. Or yeah, just singing and it's like a very kind of like bubble. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to sound like there was song. no variety on it. Well, I'm not that, trying to get I'm that not saying that. I'm yeah. saying like you seem like you're only talking about like that side of him, like that sort of yeah. dreamy singer songwriter vibe that are, yeah. some of the songs have. Yeah, but, I think I, I think I'm just saying that 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 side of him and that vibe. I think I used to like it more. I think I'm liking it less because I think I'm getting bored of it. Mm -hmm. But there are definitely some... Um, there's some good songs on this album. Um, I'll tell you what I like the most. Uh, I like... Um, let me see. I like... Uh, the one he does with Doja Cat, I Like You. Mm. I like that song. Um, I didn't like uh, I Cannot Be very much. Um... Oh, is that the one with Gunna? Yeah. Okay. I didn't like that very much. Um, I like the two songs back-to-back -back of Insane and Love-Hate Letter to Alcohol with Fleet Foxes. And yeah. I liked, actually, the three songs there I liked. I liked Wasting, uh, Wasting Angels with Kid Leroy. Yeah. Um, then probably... I actually did like his song with The Weeknd. And I know mm -hmm. that's kind of a... Yeah, I, I don't know, whatever, more poppy, more whatever, basic kind of song. But I don't know, I, I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. It was, yeah. it was pretty, it was okay. Mm -hmm. um, probably my least favorite song on the album was probably actually the one with Roddy Rich. I don't like that song. That was your least favorite? But I think that was my least favorite song, yeah. Cooped Up, yeah. I don't know, there was something really annoying about that song. It's probably Roddy Rich. Yeah, yeah, but not only. I don't know. Like I wouldn't say only. I don't. I don't think he was the only problem with that song. Yeah. But I know I did not like that song. Um, and I also didn't like wrapped around your finger. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. 
it was more upbeat, I know, I, I believe, right? That was a pretty yeah. upbeat song, which I kind of did gravitate towards that more, but I didn't wind up liking the song as a whole um, by the time it was done. So, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I would give this probably a C minus. Mm. Um, not terrible, um, yeah. but definitely not not my favorite stuff he's done so far. And I think, I think in a way, I think I'm getting a little bit like, because I would tell people like I like Post Malone, you know, and I still do. I'm not gonna. I don't. I haven't changed my opinion about liking him in general. Yeah, but I I think I might be getting a little bored of some of his stuff. I think you want him to evolve. Like, yes, yes. I think he, I, I think he can do more. I think he kind of leans on other people sometimes, and I think actually that's good for him. Um, and I think he probably needs to do more of that. Um, just to get some different sounds and different. You know, ideas going. So yeah, but yeah, C minus for me, not bad, but not great. And uh, yeah, that's <laughs> it. All right. Well, let's hear from Dominic on this one. Um. Yeah, I did not like this album very much. <laughs> I don't really know where to begin. It's he. Uh, you said before that he like. You don't think he's changed vocally, and I, and I, you said you're like kind of getting bored of it. Um, I guess I, I feel like he's gotten worse. That's the thing that I initially felt when he when I listened to this album, is that he's gotten worse vocally, and I don't know if that's it. I feel like he was trying to do weird things with his voice on some of these songs, like, okay, my my favorite track is probably Lemon Tree. I really like the way it kind of builds up um, as the song progresses towards like the chorus. I like a lot of his lyrics on that song, probably the most, compared to some of the other ones on the album. Um, but he just, even that song, and it's like my favorite song on the album, It he does this like goofy thing with his voice towards like the chorus where he's like, just like over-pronouncing his R's and like, yeah he's like a little less sour like i don't understand why he's doing that it like and it's like a serious song i don't know why he's like being all fucking goofy um but yeah i guess i'll start at like more at the beginning though reputation and cooped up um were both really boring to me it wasn't they weren't like awful but um reputation especially was super boring to me cooped up was like it was a little bit of a pick-me-up i didn't dislike it as much as you seem to but um yeah definitely not a good song still it, it's just it's more it had more energy it had more energy than the first track did wrapped around your finger i was i'm pretty neutral on um i liked i like you featuring doji cat and i didn't like i cannot be it wasn't awful, but yeah, gonna just sucks all the time. Uh, he, him, and the little baby like came out with a collaborative like album, I think, um, and they just sounded like Young Thug clones. But little baby has like progressed 
a lot more than Gunna has. He's not like great or anything, but he's made like some pretty good music and has had some pretty good verses and stuff. And Gunna just still sucks all the time. Uh, Insane was another song where I liked it. The beat on that song is really good, um, and it's probably like the best rap song here. I guess maybe. I don't know. It's he's doing those stupid vocal inflections though. I can't even tell. I feel like he was trying to be weird on this song. Like this is the song where I feel like, and it's called Insane, so maybe that's why. But I feel like this is the song where he was trying to be super wacky with his vocal inflections. Um, but yeah, that really it didn't it didn't kill the vibe as much, I guess, as the ones on Lemon Tree because the whole song did have kind of a all over the place feel not exactly in a bad way um then love hate letter to alcohol um and i'm, I'm kind of neutral on i was sort of interested in that one because fleet foxes is like a folk band um and it's not really somebody you'd think post malone would work with really but they didn't really have much contribution <laughs> i think i heard it, it you can like he was like doing backing vocals whoever the lead singer of that band is was doing like backing vocals at part of the song they probably helped with like the instrumentation and stuff but um yeah i wasn't a big fan wasting angels i didn't like euthanasia was okay but it was kind of short um when i'm alone was okay waiting for a miracle i didn't like um one right now it was fine, but it felt really out of place on the album because he was doing like a. He was ripping off The Weeknd, basically, and doing like a synth pop song. Um, and to be fair, The Weeknd is on the song, so it's very clear who he's, I guess, paying homage to, or like, you know, he, he's sort of working with him to make that kind of song. So maybe it was just his influence on the song. But um, it felt very out of place on the album, and it wasn't a very good song anyways. But it was, I, I guess it's one of the better songs on the album. And then New Recording 12 um, was, I think, just the song Euthanasia again. It had the, or it had the same lyrics, at least. But it was just like a kind of lo-fi acoustic version yeah. of that song, um, which... I don't know. It was fine, I guess. But overall, yeah, I didn't like this album, and it's probably my least favorite album that he's released so far. Um, I'm not a huge Post Malone fan in general. I think um, Stoney and Beerbongs and Bentley's are, like, okay albums, and then Hollywood's Bleeding is kind of middle to bad. Um, and then this one is just straight-up pretty bad. Um, I'd give it like a D minus maybe. Oh, yeah. I, I was not really not a fan of this album, mm. and I, w I, pro I probably wouldn't have listened to it if you didn't recommend it because I was not a fan of. Um, well, th that song I was expecting. Um, what's that song called? Motley Crue to be on yeah. this album. I thought that Thank was like because that album. came out. I think that came out last year. But I guess that's that might have been like a year ago now. Just but yeah, that song came out last year, and one right now 
came out like a few months later so i thought those were going to be like teaser tracks towards this new album yeah. but they are very different so like if i had listened to one right now when it came out i would have been like this is very different from that other song i'm so glad motley crew was not on this album because that's like that song was terrible yeah i wasn't a fan of that song but i'm not a fan of one right now either um, um but yeah i not a, not a very big fan of the whole album yeah, now that you talked about it, uh, I uh, I have to say I hate Lemon Tree. That song made me so mad. Um, Cause he was doing that he was doing that voice thing. Yeah. Where he's like in the chorus, he's like, like, what are you doing? Stop yeah. it. That song, I think it was a good song structurally. Like there was a. There was a really good song that was in that song. It's just at the forefront is him doing that annoying bullshit, and it's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. It's just frustrating. Wasting Angels is fine. Like, the Kid Leroy sucks. Um, but... He's so, like, I mean, he's, uh... His own music sucks, but it's because he doesn't know how to make music. So when he like shows up on this album, I didn't even realize it was somebody else singing at first. Yeah, but, it's uh, his voice is very just nothing. It's fine. It's uh, not like he's like so annoying. I like wrapped around your finger. I like you. I like um. Oh, uh, when I'm alone. Um, I like euthanasia too. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a weird song. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I think Post Malone's albums all kind of have, like, a theme. Like, I think Hollywood's Bleeding was a lot about, like, the music and movie industry. And I think this is kind of about, like, the dark side of party culture. I think that's what he's going for. I think that's debatably what his... Like, a lot of his albums are about, though. I guess. A lot of his albums are about, like being an alcoholic basically yeah or a drug addict and and or a drug addict so yeah um yeah i like this album probably better than you two did but Mm -hmm. i you know it's it's still like it's probably his worst albums i haven't heard stoning yet to be honest Mm -hmm. but it's It's, probably his worst album i think stony is like it's okay like um, it's a very, like, mid-pop rap album, mostly, but there are some okay songs on it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't love this, but it was fine, you know? Like, there's a couple songs that I threw on my playlist, and, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully his next album is better. Yeah. So. <laughs> Alright, let's move for, on for to. Post Malone's sake. The next uh, album we're talking about today, which was recommended by my dad over there, and it's uh, it's by an artist called Mark Lanigan, mm-hmm. um, and it's the album "I'll Take Care of You." So, give yeah. us a little bit of your history with this. Yeah, um, I didn't have much history with this album um, because I knew Mark Lanigan mostly as the singer of Screaming Trees, um, but when he passed away, I don't know, a couple months ago now. Um, you know, I found out, I found out, uh, after Screaming Trees, he had done some solo stuff, and he had done some work with, um, Queens of the Stone Age, 
um, played on a bunch of their albums. So I just, I don't know, I said, hey, let me go back and listen to this. I didn't know it was a covers album until actually Dominic said it at the end of the last episode. <laughs> but, because um, I had never heard of any of those songs before, you know, just mm-hmm. just by song title. And uh, anyway, but anyway, I just took it as, you know, what it was. And, you know, just as a listening experience. And I really liked it. I thought it was really interesting. I thought he had a very interesting, I thought he was very interesting vocally, um, like I thought he was also in um, Screaming Trees. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just thought, you know, kind of sometimes when, you know, a musician or even an actor or anyone passes away, you want to kind of take a look at their work and see what, you know, kind of contribution and what they left behind. And I kind of did that with him. And, you know, I, I wound up kind of liking this. Um, so I figured I'd throw it out there. So... Let's start. Let's start with Dominic this time. What did you think about Mark Lanigan? It was good. I liked it. Um, well, just Mark Lanigan in general, or the album. Well, the album, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not very familiar with him or Screaming Trees. I've heard some songs of theirs, but um, yeah, I liked this album. It was very uh nice. I'd say like it wasn't like life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very short. And, yeah, um, you know it's a covers album. It's it's not like his own. He's pouring his own heart out or anything. Right. But uh, yeah, it's very nice, and it's he's a he's got a nice voice. Um, I liked. I, it's hard to find a song I didn't like that much. The last song, Boogie Boogie, was mm. I didn't really like that much, and Body Da. Uh, yeah, I didn't like those songs that much but yeah the first three songs are really great carry home i'll take care of you and shiloh town mm-hmm. um i really liked those songs and on jesus program was really great i liked shanty man's life mm-hmm. a lot too um i think i like creeping coastline of lights too right but yeah i don't i don't have that much to say about it it's very simple uh kind of stripped back for the most part but uh yeah, I liked his I liked his voice a lot. That was like kind of the main thing I took away from it. Yeah, um, and he does these songs very well. I should have listened to some of the original versions of the songs mm. um, to like kind of compare them, but I didn't. A lot of them were like old soul songs or folk songs or like standards songs, mm-hmm. um, like vocal pop type thing. So yeah, it's it's uh, an interesting album in that way uh i'd probably give it like a b minus overall i'm trying to find something else to say about it it's very simple though um so i don't really have that much to say but yeah he you mentioned that he like passed away recently right Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah but um he seems like a very talented dude i should listen to more like screaming trees stuff because he's though that band is even influential to like a lot of bands i like Mm -hmm. they like cite screaming trees as uh yeah, Screaming Trees so. came out basically around the whole grunge movement um, along with them. They didn't get as popular as a lot of the bigger bands. They had they had one hit song that I know of uh, that was like on MTV a lot and on the radio a lot called Nearly Lost You. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like definitely, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken anyway, their way biggest hit. Um, it might have been their only hit. Um, as far as I know. I don't know if they broke up soon after or they just kind of fell into the background. I don't know, but 
Um, yeah, Nearly Lost You was like the song everyone knows from them. My brother Steve uh, was really into them when they came out. Uh, I have a picture of him getting that uh, CD for Christmas. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of history. You know, Mark Lanigan has kind of a lot of history with me. And uh, yeah, I was glad I gave this to listen. Uh, you know, like I said, I thought it was just solo stuff. I didn't know it was uh, covers, but other than that, it was either way. I thought it was a good, you know, it was a good album. It was a nice album to listen to. Yeah. So, all right, B minus, not too bad. Well, what do you think, Daniel? Uh, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> like, I I don't think it's like a great album, but it's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, I. I wouldn't be able to tell these were all covers if I just heard it. Right. I don't know any of these songs. <laughs> but um, I like uh, I like Little Sadie. Mm-hmm. I like Shanty Man's Life. Yeah. Not a big fan of Body Da. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to kind of criticize these now because they're not his songs. But I guess I wasn't a fan of how he sang that either. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I should probably, like you said, I should probably do some research and, like, find the original versions. But it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, it, there's not much to say about it. Right, that uh, seems to be the overall view. And I kind of feel the same way. Like, it, it doesn't blow, blow you away. You know, it's not, like, life-changing. It's not, you know, anything like that. But it's very, it's a nice listen. It's vocally... Uh, very adept at the very least, and and good just in general. So I mean, I'm feeling kind of generous, so I'll, I'll mm-hmm. give it just a straight B. Oh, that's good. Like good. it did. Like that's my grade for like if it didn't, like it didn't impress me or blow me away. But it wasn't bad, and right. there were a few pretty good songs on it. Like mm-hmm. a few songs I would listen to. Um, right. Good. Yeah. So. All right. All right, so then we got um, Dominic's uh, recommendation for this podcast, which was the 1999 release of, of the band Le Tigre, self-titled Le Tigre. So, Dominic, give us a little bit of uh, a background story on this uh, band and album. Uh, yes, um, Le Tigre, or Le Tigre, I think it's just Le Tigre. Yeah, I might be saying um, it wrong. Because it's just Spanish. Yeah, is a uh, yes, very, very famous um, sort of. I guess they're a riot girl or whatever you would call that. Um, it's hard to they're they're a punk band more or less, but it's hard for me to call them that because they incorporate a lot of like sort of electronic sounds and synths and stuff and a lot of sampling surprisingly on this album. Um, the song uh, "Slideshow" at Free University is just an instrumental. With um, I don't know what it samples actually. I think it samples a movie. I want to say, um, but I should look that up. But yeah, there's a lot of samples all across the album, which is very interesting for an album like this. I feel like there's not very many albums that sound like this, um, and it feels like it influenced a lot of things that came after it, like uh, like LCD sound system. And um, art, like a lot of Arcade Fire stuff that they did later in their career, um, the, like that dance punk type scene that showed up, uh, stuff like that, where it was like you know sort of punk 
music and it, like indie rock music, but they started using a bit more uh, dancey sort of synths and stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, this was their first album. Um, they only came out with three albums. Um, this one and then Fe Feminist Sweepstakes, I think it's called. Or, I think so? Yeah, Feminist Sweepstakes and uh, This Island, which I'm not a big fan of that last one. Feminist Sweepstakes is okay. Uh, but this one, they don't really match up to this album. This album like has just an energy that I really like and a consistency. It's not mind-blowing or anything, but I think the combination of its consistency, the, the kind of the fact that I don't like dislike any song. Um, there's no real duds. There are songs that I kind of like less than other songs, but they all carry a similar energy that just flows right through the album. And it's only, it's not that long, but even so it like, feels very short to me every time because it just is like good all the way through um but it, then again even like the best songs like are very simple decepticon is like the most famous song off this album i think i think it was relatively popular at the time on like alternative stations and stuff mm. um among them and uh yeah like I think Hot Topic to, um, I th the song Fanta got, like, popular on TikTok, I think. Um, so yeah, just very, at least interesting album, and personally, um, one of my, like, favorite albums to come out in, like, the late 90s, so, yeah, Dan, I'll start with Daniel, what did you think about La Tigra by La Tigra? I didn't really like it that much. Mm -hmm. I know you're saying it wasn't really punk music, um, but I got I, sort of a punk music vibe from this. I'd say the things that they're saying and the like, the vibe and the like the vocal style, because she's not a, like a trying to sing exactly as much as just yell out uh, grievances. By the way, has. she she is Kathleen Hanna, who I know from. Um, the band she was in before this, uh, Bikini Kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say that, too. They were a punk, much more punk yes, band. And, and and they really started the whole Riot Girl uh, movement. Um, she was kind of trying to continue that with this band, um, but with definitely more of an electronica, yeah. you know, edge. Yeah, and, and bands like, um, I don't know, like uh, that Bikini Kill and Slater Kinney, and uh, what's the, uh, Team Dresh stuff like that um, mm. are very much the vein that this is taken from, like the tone, but not like the same energy and not like the same rawness in terms of like you know the the punk vibe that those had going on because I, those are very fast and hard, kind of hardcore punk albums. Whereas this is a bit more. It's it's hard to explain because it's almost like a pop album, like a, a kind of an indie pop album at some points, mm -hmm. and but it still sort of crosses over to punk music and like dance yeah. music kind of. It's I don't know. It's weird, but I feel like this is more of a punk album than you're giving it credit for. Uh, I don't I don't really know how to say that, but I think this is I think this is a punk 
I don't I don't like putting music into one category. Yeah, I don't. You I mean you can just say you didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um you know, I, I was just pointing out like this kind of style of music doesn't really seem to be my thing. Well, yeah. And it's what the way the way I'm sort of setting it up. I'm saying, you know, this is sort of a a weird cross section of different kinds of music. So, you don't really have to be like this is punk and I don't like it because it's punk or whatever. Yeah. You can just say, you know, I don't like this thing that they're going for because it's kind of an experimental sort of thing and you know the whole thing with being experimental is that it might not work for a lot of people so and that's fine yeah uh i just yeah i just wasn't a fan uh this doesn't really seem to be my thing um i liked um i liked the song I li- I said I- I'd say I liked the most was probably "What's Your Take on Cassavetes," mm-hmm. or I I don't know who Cassavetes is. I, I John John Cassavetes. I don't know. If He's that is. a well. He was an actor. I think most notably, what was he? In? He was in. Well, he was the husband in Rosemary's Baby, but he was he was in a bunch of stuff. I don't remember. But um, he was also a director, which I think they're more directly referring to on that song. Um, because they're sort of talking about it's a, it's a funny song in my opinion, but they're sort of talking, and it's something that's debated about him. Is I, I think like was he sort of a feminist or not? Because he made a lot of movies about like sort of family uh, life, kind of, and like the way wives are treated and the way women are treated a lot of the time, and it's generally it. it it was like the 60s, so a lot of the time it was still sort of disrespectful to women, the, the, the scripts that he wrote, but um, it's arguable that it was like in service of showing that they were mistreated, I guess. Um, so yeah, and that's he was also very famously a huge alcoholic. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I think that's a fun song, and they, I feel like that's the one they were most like, yeah, let's just, let's just kind of do this, and, you know, I think they tried to have fun with it, so, and that's nice to see. Um, so yeah, I think that just like, oh, this is funny, like, uh, I like it when, you know, singers or bands kind of let their sense of humor, uh, dictate a song. And when it's, like, a good song still, um, I think that's really cool. So, that's, uh, yeah, I think that's my favorite song on this. I don't like My My Metro Card or, um, Dude, You're So Crazy. Um, Dude, You're So Crazy, I remember just being, like, a bunch of noise, like, Dude, you're so... Cr- there are some songs on this album that are, like... They can be annoying if you don't think they're funny. I, I'd say... I, I think they're funny pretty much every time they do a song like that. But, yeah, songs like What's Your Take on Cassavetes and Dude, You're So Crazy and Slideshow at Free University, they are, like, sort of gimmick songs. Um, right? What's Your Take on Cassavetes is, like, just them saying different differing opinions on Cassavetes and Dude You're So Crazy is just like a song 
there she's I think the whole time she's just repeating like things she finds annoying about or like things people say that like they're trying to sound edgy to elicit the reaction dude you're so crazy stuff like that um, yeah just talking about most of it is about like dude bro culture I guess and like frat guys and stuff she's making fun of that people trying yeah. to be like super edgy I guess I don't know if there are lyrics though so you know if you read into that I guess maybe you could get something out of it but yeah yeah um, it's a very simple song and it could be annoying yeah I wasn't really a big fan of it the rest of the songs were fine like mm. I, I think I liked Fanta mm. uh, I think that song was pretty like okay but I, I wasn't a big fan of this Mm-hmm. I'd give it like a, probably like a C minus. You know, it, out of the more punkish albums you've recommended, it's probably one of the better ones. And like, I think yeah. they're super talented. It's just like I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It is still... it's. I think the reason it sort of fits into that punk vein, too, is because it is still very simple. Like, um... And I think it's obvious that they weren't very familiar with making a lot of the types of music that they were making on this album. Um, where they were experimenting with more, like, electronic elements. Yeah. And it's not, like the, like, the most synthetic album. Like, there are still drums like live drums on a lot of the songs and like guitars on a lot of the songs and stuff but uh you know a lot of the songs do have more of like a electro uh, electronic or poppy sort of style to them yeah so. and uh yeah you know everybody i see a lot of people claim like oh i like every style of music mm-hmm. um they're always lying they're always <laughs> lying uh there's always one that you're like all right i that I'm not a big fan of that. And punk is kind of that for me. Like, mm-hmm. I can understand it, and I can understand the, the thought that goes into it. Um, you know, everybody says, like, I love every type of music. Um, and, you know, that's always, I feel like, kind of a lie. Like, you know, there's one style of music that you don't like. Um, like, and that's, you know, when I've pressed on to about that question, everybody's always been like, well, I don't like, um, and usually, you know, usually the answer's country or something like that. Um, but Mm -hmm. I think my answer to that is like, I like every style of music besides punk. You know, like... Yeah. I understand the urge... That that was a weird thing for me to say. I don't know why I said that. But um, I understand the... I understand where it's coming from. And, like... Mm. I want to like it. But I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like being like, I don't like this style of music. I Sometimes I will more be like... I haven't really. I don't. I don't really like anything mm-hmm. that I've heard. Yeah, I'm like I don't know. Fucking 
atmospheric black metal or whatever. You know, yeah, that's um, true. I don't like the punk music I've heard so far. Yeah, because I feel like that, like, that kind of, at least for me, it, like, predetermines me just to not like it, I guess. And, like, it's not, like, every punk band is, like, the worst band I've ever heard. Like, I like, I'd say I like any punk band more than I like Weezer. Um... Uh-huh. Or I guess anything Weezer's put out so far. Um, <laughs> who knows? Maybe Rivers Cuomo will stop. I can't. No, I can't continue this. Uh, I, yeah, like G- give him a break for today. <laughs> I guess. Uh, may- uh, maybe. I'm just thinking of a stupid face. Never mind. Um, yeah, like I-, I get what you're saying. Like it's restrictive to say like I don't like this style of music, but. I will say, like, all of the punk music I've heard so far has been a non-pleasurable experience for me. Uh-huh. Um, but this was one of the better ones I've heard. Um, so I probably, yeah. What did I, I give this? A, yeah, you gave it a C-. Minus, C-, minus, yeah. Alright. What did you think, Dad, of La Tigra? I mostly liked it. Um, it wasn't a home run throughout the whole album, but I most of it I liked. <clears throat> I liked um, I liked Decepticon. I liked Hot Topic. Um, while we, it was it was interesting, you brought up like the people that they influenced, um, and probably alongside Bikini Kill. Um, this in particular, more than Bikini Kill, feels a lot influenced by a lot of uh, early '80s. Um, female rock mm-hmm. like uh early go-go's um yeah even blondie kind of yeah i can see that you know so yeah like i definitely heard something in there that sounded kind of familiar um it wasn't you know in any way a direct ripoff like it was definitely its own thing which i which is what i like about it like it doesn't it doesn't feel like it it takes too much from anything uh, while being its own thing, and I really always, like, at the very least, respect that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah, I liked, I liked the first two songs, Decepticon and uh, Hot Topic. Um, what's your take on Cassavetes was, like, okay. You know, it, like you said, it was kind of goofy. It was kind of just, like, experimental. You know, I didn't love it, but, I, you know, I didn't hate it. I don't think... I, yeah, I didn't hate anything... Probably the only thing I will echo of Daniels is, yeah, My My Metro Card is kind of an annoying song. Mm. Um, Again, I get the experimentation and the fun they're having with it, but it also doesn't stop it from being less of a pleasurable listening experience. I don't think My My... I I think My My Metro Card is one of the more, like, straight-up punk songs in the album. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I didn't like it. Maybe. And I liked Dude, You're So Crazy, um, as opposed to what Daniel was saying. Um, and everything else, Fanta was pretty good. Uh, so yeah, Fanta was pretty good. Um, I did like that. Oh, the Bedroom Dancing was a, that was a fun song that, like, I liked. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, that was a fun song and it was pretty good. Uh, I really liked Friendship Station, actually. That turned out to be one of my sleeper hits on here. Um, as far as, you know, just 
ones that I like that I haven't heard many, you know either of you talking about much really. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Friendship Station a lot. Slideshow for University again was kind of in the same vein of I, it was interesting. It was kind of quirky and weird. Yeah. Again, there were no <coughs> regular vocals on it. It was all sampling of like a movie or whatever it was. Uh, but you know, it wasn't great. wasn't terrible. It was fine. Yeah. I, yeah. Overall, I liked it. Like, yeah, I enjoyed listening to you know like ninety percent of it. Um, I definitely got a feeling of some older stuff that I had known, like I said, like some original Go-Go's, um, the Runaways even a little bit, um, and, uh, Blondie a little bit, you know, you definitely heard some influence from early, you know, kind of pioneering women's rock, um, kind of stuff, but... Also, like I said, it was definitely enough its own thing to where I didn't feel like any of it was any kind of a rip-off or anything. Um, and it was definitely interesting. Uh, I think interesting, while it kind of sounds like a boring word, is not to me. Like, to me, for music to be interesting is not always easy. Mm-hmm. I find a lot of music boring. <laughs> or like doesn't have much to say or doesn't you know just doesn't hold my interest and this definitely did so that's that's a good thing i would definitely give it um i would give it a b plus yeah Hmm. yeah i would say b plus on this um not over the moon about it but also pretty impressed and i liked it i definitely liked it nice yeah all right um I guess it's to the recommendation part of the show now. Yeah. So, do you have one? I do, actually. And, um... I don't know if this is going to be a surprise to anyone or not, but we'll see. Um, very new artist to my world of music. Mm. Um, I heard a song from him with uh, some... And if I said the person... There's two people on the song. I don't remember who the second one is, but that's how I started to like him. And I'll tell you what song that is in a second after I tell you the album. Um, but I've definitely been getting into this guy, and I listened to this album that I'm going to recommend, and I liked it a lot. Not like a super home run, like this is my new guy or anything, but like I like it, and it's and it's a newer artist, which is rare for me. <laughs> uh-huh. So it, it's kind of refreshing. So what I'm going to... Um, recommend this week is uh, the artist Grandson with his 2020 album Death of an Optimist. Mm, Can I ask a question? Was this the guy from the Tom Morello album? He did have a song on the Tom Morello. Oh. That's not where I got to know. Well, I, I, I knew he did that song with on the Tom Morello album and I liked it actually, but that's not... I heard a song from him with Kesha Oh, that I really liked. Yeah, I remember that too. Um, um, I almost there was another person on that song, and I can't remember it. I, I almost put "Death of an Optometrist." <laughs> Travis Barker. Travis Barker was on it. That's right. on all the songs. <laughs> yeah, Travis Barker just like sleeps at the studio, and people just walk in and out, and he plays on their songs. He's on every song. He, he just lives in a recording booth in the middle of L.A. Yeah. Yeah, like on the in the middle of the street. Even. Wait, it was just a drum set. Yeah, it's just him and a drum set in a in a plastic uh, recording bubble. Yeah, but yeah. So um, 
Yeah, uh, the 2020 album "Death of an Optimist" by Grandson is my um, is my pick this week. So what you got there? Nice, Dominic. I'm going to recommend. I guess it's a repeat artist, um, but um, I'm not uh, going to reveal my thoughts on this album. I'm just going to put it out here. There, I, I did recommend an album from him before that I did enjoy, um, that I love even but uh i didn't like his last album very much i guess i'll just say it it's um the new album by kendrick lamar uh mr morale and the big steppers um i'll probably have to send you that title but yeah um kendrick very legendary i i would say rapper um especially for like you know the 2010s somebody who started in the 2010s more or less um He's become very synonymous uh, in, like, you know, best best rappers of all time lists and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, this is a new album. Um, most of his, all of his stuff uh, in, like, between 2010 and 2015, I think, is really great. Um, I didn't like his last album very much. Damn. Um, I actually kind of think it's kind of bad. For a lot of it, but um, which a lot of people don't agree with at all. A lot of people really love that album. It's got, but, I'd um, say, his most popular song on it. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely, almost definitely. Humble and DNA are like, probably almost definitely the most popular Kendrick songs. Um, but yes, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I'll say, it's a very interesting turn for Kendrick, and he, um, he, it's, it's a, it's a journey, it's a big journey through the whole album. I guess we're so, knocking um, out all my 2022 must-listens in yes. the past few weeks, huh? Yes, I'll deliver more thoughts on it next time, but yes, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers mm. by Kendrick Lamar, and, um... Death of an Optimist by Grandson. Death of an Optometrist. Or Optometrist. No, yeah. no optometrists are dying during this album. Just an, an optimist. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I've been waiting to kill some optometrists. What's your beef with optometrists? You have just the weirdest beef. Head. I don't even know what an optometrist does. Eyes. Yeah. Eyes? Right. Oh. Yeah, I doctor. You know what? I mean, there are crosses over his eyes, so maybe, there are maybe he needs an Maybe he's uh, uh, fishing for a new optometrist, saying, hey, look, my eyes are... He just spelled it wrong. Yeah, well, you know, he's a young lad. He's a yeah. grandson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, right. you were somebody's grandson at some point. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Every, I think everybody's somebody's probably. grandson. Well, no, you can be, you know, if you're a girl, you're not a grandson. I mean, you still are a grandson. No, you would be a granddaughter. Be a granddaughter. No, I meant you still I'm are. Still technically a grandson. Yes, More or less. you will always be a te- uh, whatever you were. There's, I guess, there's if, a cool title. You you'll always be whatever you were. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, very deep. Unless you were an optometrist. An optometrist, and then you lost your medical license. Right. Yeah. And you became. That's the only situation where you can change. A periodontist. Yes. Uh, check out for our new podcast, uh, D- Dom and Jimbo's Eye Care Advice. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in the near future. And yes. Daniel's future podcast, Weird People That I Hate For No Reason. Episode 1, it's Brad just, Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Listing. Yeah. Rivers Cuomo won't be on there because I have a reason why I hate him. What's your reason? He's dumb and ugly and annoying. <laughs> I feel like all of your other reasons for hating things go about that deep. Well, obviously we have a lot of family uh, fun here. Yes. We will see you next time. Listen to those albums. Yes. And be caught up. Or else there will be consequences. We'll see you next time. Dan will kill some other medical field person. I'm coming after dentists next.